Hey everybody, happy Monday. I hope you guys had an amazing week. I hope you guys are ready for this upcoming week, um, refreshed, renewed. I know y'all went to church yesterday, right? Right. So I know y'all have an amazing word that y'all are just meditating on and just carrying y'all into this new week. Um, I'm excited to be back with you guys. I'm excited about this podcast episode. Um, And before I jump into that, as always, I want to thank you guys for um, listening, for sharing. Um, Just continue to please pray for me as I press and continue to um, step out on faith and just do everything that God has for me in this season. Know that I am praying for you guys, especially as y'all hit me up and we talk and just, you know, dive into some of the things that you guys are dealing with in your own personal lives. Know that I'm not just taking this information and listening, but I am praying for you. I am praying um, for clarity and breakthroughs and just direction and vision and faith, like whatever you guys are standing in the need of, know that I am partnering with you and I'm agreeing with what God says about you in in spite of your situations. um, I'm agreeing with um, your prayer petitions and and just everything that you're believing God for. So know that I'm praying for you and I'm asking that you guys continue to pray for me. Please continue to um, reach out to me, talk to me, give me feedback about the podcast because like I said at the beginning, this is our podcast. And so I just want it um, to be a blessing to you. I'm, of course, going to be led by God in everything that I do. But I want to make sure that in that you guys are getting what you need. And so it seems like y'all are. I'm so excited about it. Y'all know that as you guys just give me feedback, y'all have no idea how y'all are blessing me. Um, It's not going to my head, but I promise it's going straight to my heart. Um, It's just encouraging me to continue on and to continue to do what God has for me. So I'm super excited because this week is the launch of the Well Woman Center. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited about it. Just a little bit of insight. Um, We talked a little bit last week about what the Well Woman Roundtable experience was, and it's just basically a space that has been created for women who are willing to invest in themselves um, to come and talk about different topics. This month's topic is purpose and vision. And so the space is just curated for women to get together, encourage each other, motivate each other, put out on the table what you're afraid of, what you're not afraid of, where, you know, the progress that you're making and vice versa, like just to talk and just to encourage each other and edify each other. Um, just to remind women that you are not alone in your walks and your struggles and the things that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And so I'm super excited because the first Well Woman Roundtable experience is going to be held this Thursday um, from 6 to 8 p.m. And so if you do not have your ticket, please go to my social media um, pages on my Instagram. You can purchase a ticket in the um, if you use the link in my bio and then on Facebook. Um, every time I post about it, I add the link. So if you just look on my page, you'll be able to find the um, the square up link so that you can purchase your ticket. Um, the first session is Thursday. The second session is going to be on Saturday morning from 10 to 12. Um, the Thursday tickets are just about sold out. So if you do not have yours, you need to jump on it ASAP. Um, also, like I said before, they are the same sessions. So the same information um, will be shared in the sessions. It'll just be different people, you know, visiting the sessions. 
Um, I wanted to make sure that I didn't just do one, but that I did one during the week and one on the weekend for maybe people who have kids or people who work during the week, you know, and couldn't come and wanted to come on Saturday. So it's not like a two-part session. Same information being shared. You just have two opportunities to attend, whichever one fits your schedule. Um, remember that this will be held every month. So every month you'll be able to purchase tickets and there'll be a different topic every month that we're covering. So it's going to be held on the first Thursday and Saturday of the month, same time, um, same place. So you'll get all of that information after you purchase a ticket. But I'm super excited about it. The women who have signed up, when I tell y'all they are so lit and cannot wait, and it is just giving me all the feels <laughs> and giving me just so much more fire and passion to make this experience all that you guys are, are hoping, it to, hoping for it to be. Um, I know you guys are going to be blessed. I'm going to be blessed. And we're going to be motivated to chase our dreams, chase our purpose, and just really sit with God and figure out, God, why am I here? What do you have for me for real? So please, if you have any of those questions, questions of doubt, you know, questions trying to figure out, you know, I'm God, I'm not made for a nine to five, you know, or maybe I am, but I still can do something on the side. Like I, there's a purpose that I'm here. I'm trying to just figure out what it is because I have no idea, God. Like any of those questions that you've asked yourself, or maybe you know what your purpose is, but you just need help moving forward because you're scared. Because a lot of times it can be scary to step out and do what God has called you to do, especially when you're looking around and you don't have the finances or you don't have the support or you feel like it's too late in life or now I have kids or now I'm married. Like it's so many factors when we're talking about purpose. And so this space is going to be the space that puts that fire under you, pushes you closer to Jesus and helps um, to just motivate you to do and be all that he's called you to do and be. So I'm excited Please, if you do not have a ticket, you do not want to miss this. Uh, I'm telling you now, it's going to be absolutely amazing. So that's that. Um, this week's episode, y'all, is near and dear to my heart because it's literally something that I am walking through. Um, and so God gave me this fresh word, man, and on yesterday. And so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, like I was saying, you know, the launch of Well Woman is happening this week. And so... Things have been relatively smooth, and so, um, you know, it just things have been quiet, nice and smooth, good, or whatever. And so, it seems, though, as the closer I get to the launch, and the closer I get, the more vision God gives me. Because when I tell you, it's like every week God is giving me a bigger vision for the Well Woman Center. Um, it started out just small, honestly, and so every week God has just been dealing with my faith and the capacity of my faith. And making it bigger because he's like, it's telling me that where he's taking it and where he's taking me for his glory, of course, is going to require that I have a certain capacity of faith. And so I thought that I had big faith <laughs> until last week when I spent some time with him and he showed me that I had faith for where I was. But that's not faith. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that's now faith. But faith is the the um the evidence of things that are that's not seen you know and so he just showed me that where he is taking the well woman sensor and where he um what he has for me is going to require more faith and it's going to require that I don't stay stuck and stagnant and I don't stay um secure in the the level of faith that I'm in now but that constantly I'm 
allowing him to stretch my capacity. And so I was like, okay, God, that sounds good. That's cool. Until you actually have to do it. <laughs> and you have to believe him for what you cannot see. Like ain't no evidence of it at all. And so, um, just as I get closer to the launch of the Well Woman Center, like I was saying, and as he continues to download stuff to me about all that it will be and, and how it will, you know, impact the community and, and just a lot of personal things, um, it seems like I started getting opposition. Not necessarily from people, but I became my biggest enemy. The inner me became my biggest enemy because the more truth God would give me, the more doubt would rise in me. The more um, promise that God would speak over me, right, the more I would play with the ideas that he gave me and somehow I would kind of water them down to a level that seems um, okay for me and a, a level that seems safe for me. I, I watered down the promises that he was giving me to fit what I could see. And so I realized I was shortchanging myself. And so I, I started getting frustrated because I was like, God, I don't understand. Even when I choose to have big faith and even when I feel like my faith is on 100 and I'm good, you know what I mean? Because the truth of the matter is when you're walking out purpose, every day could look different. And that's the part that no one wants to talk about. That's the part that, you know, people who are out here just being entrepreneurs and girl boss and, and making, you know, shot caller and this and that. They try to act like a lot of times you don't have those moments where you're afraid and that's not true. I don't care if you're pursuing a doctorate degree. I don't care if you were starting a business from the ground up. I don't, I don't care if you're like, I don't care what the situation is. There are going to be some times where your faith is tested. There are going to be some days that you get up and you feel like you can conquer the world. And then there are going to be some days that you get up and you feel like the world has conquered you. Like there are going, it's, it's a faith fight, you know? And so you just got to, make up your mind to stay in the game. But I, I realized that it was opposition that I was dealing with and just a lot of stuff that I had to, you know, shoot down and just truth that I had to pick up, pick up and speak over myself in my life. And so I just was like, God, what is, what are these attacks? Like, why is it that the more I, the closer I get, I mean, I know they say it, the closer I get to the promise, the more I'm a, you know, I'm a face, but God, why? Like, why do I have to deal with this? I'm doing what you told me to do. You know what I mean? And now I got to deal with me. <laughs> I'm doing what you tell me to do. And now doubt is rising. Like I thought, God, that when I said yes, and when I said, okay, I'm going to do it, then you know, it's like, okay, cool. Let's get it done. You know what I mean? But why am I having to deal with all of this stuff? I'm tired of these attacks. I'm tired of enemy sending me, sending me his little friends and you know, trying to shoot me down. And I'm tired of dealing with him and his stuff. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm over it. And yesterday I was having this conversation with God and God was like, Nisha, you're giving him way too much credit. And I'm like, God, who? Cause at this point I'm like mad. <laughs> so I'm like, man, God, who, who, who getting the credit God? Who? Like what? Who? And he's like the enemy, like you're giving, he has nothing to do with this. You're bringing him into something. As a matter of fact, you're feeding him. You're making him happy because you're bringing him into a situation. And he was so far from it. My hand is all over you. My hand is all over what you're in. My hand is all over what I told you to do. You're walking in purpose. You're walking in the favor of me. You're, you're like, you're in my will. And you're bringing the enemy into the will, into my will. This has nothing to do with him. This has everything to do with you. 
And he said, what he, he said to me, he said, what if Nisha, what if this never was an attack? You, you're, you're placing the label attack on it. But what if this never was an attack? This never was intended to attack you, but this was intended to prepare you. And that's the question I want to ask you today. I want you to look at your situation. I don't know if it's a relational situation. I don't know if it's purpose driven. I don't know if it has something to do with your career or your family. Or I don't know. I don't know. And I don't need to know. But I want to ask, what if it isn't an attack? Like, what if you're bringing the enemy into your situation and he ain't got no place there? He never had a place and he never was in it. Like, what if you actually are in the will of God and it just doesn't feel like it? What if you're where you're supposed to be? What if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing? You're achieving, you're growing, even even though it doesn't feel like it, even though it feels like you're stagnant every day, your inner man, though, is being strengthened and renewed. You're growing spiritually. Like, what if you may not be getting what necessarily you want to see happen? You may not, that may not be happening, but something is happening because you're in the will of God. And what if it is not an attack? What if it's just the, um, not, it's not the enemy rather. What if it's just preparation and you've invited the enemy into your preparatory stage? What if? So this podcast episode is called Plot Twist because I want you to just consider the fact for a few minutes that maybe, just maybe, God has thrown a plot twist in this thing. Anytime you invite God into a situation, a plot twist will occur. <laughs> Let's be clear. But what if this thing really is not an attack? What if it's what if it's preparation? What if God is trying to get you to really understand the verse that says it was good for me that I was afflicted? <laughs> I love that verse, y'all, because it takes a level of maturity. It takes a level of spiritual and self-awareness to be able to say, you know what? I went through hell just now. And I can honestly say now that I'm on the other side of it, that it was good for me. It was good for me that the doctor gave me that diagnosis. It was it was good for me that my dude left. It was good for me that my kids went through that period where they felt like they lost their mind. And I thought they did too. Like I had to help them find it. It was good for me. It was good for me that I was afflicted. Because I learned your statures, God. I learned your ways, God. I learned how you think. Like I learned how to do this thing called life in your rhythm like it was good for me it may not have felt good to me but it was good for me that I was afflicted what if God is trying to in this season prepare you and get you to really become one with that verse it was good for me that I was afflicted y'all can google it (laughs) it's one of my favorite verses because it pushes me to level up like it pushes me to see that on the other side of whatever it is that I'm dealing with that maybe, just maybe, God actually is going to do what he said and get glory out of this situation. Like, it was good for me. What if it never was lost? What if if it was just development? Like, what if the relationship that ended, it never really was a loss? You took it as a loss. But what if it really... It really came to develop something in you. It came to awaken something in you that was lost when you were a little girl. Like, what if, what if, just what if? I don't know everything, but what if? So I had to, you know, bring it and and make it personal. So, you know, I started 
prepping for Well Woman, like I said, and prepping for all of these the events coming up. And so, like I said before, all of this stuff just started happening. And I just, I kept asking myself, okay, or God rather kept asking me and I was just communing with him and saying, okay, God, what if though? I started thinking about what well women could be and what what it was that God was pushing me to do. And God was like, well, I'm just trying to get you in position. Like you're you're looking at this as a as a persecution, but I'm just trying to get you in position. Like what if that's your case too? What if God is really not trying to hurt you? He's trying to help you. He's trying to heal you. It feels like he's trying to hurt you, but he's trying to heal you. It feels like he's trying to hurt you because he's trying to touch a place that you're trying to cover up. But a doctor can't touch and heal and properly assess a, a, a bone being broke or, a, you know, something being damaged if he can't touch it. When you go to the doctor, if your ankle was sprained, he can't just look at it and it, it automatically be fixed. He has to touch it. So what if the areas that God is trying to touch... In the areas that God is trying to deal with, what if he's really trying to help you? It just, it hurts. I, I know it hurts. Like when you get, when you break your leg, it, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt when somebody touches, touches it. But what if he's just trying to do this because he's trying to help you? He's trying to heal you. So I think that, that this season and this situation that we find ourselves in, I can't speak for you. I can only speak for me. But I really think that this is less about God's provision and his promises because those are going to come automatically because we're his. So we're going to get the promises of God. The provision of God is there. We're going to get those things. But this is less about that. And this is more about your perspective. I know for me, that's what it is. This is less about me trying to figure out how the Well Woman Center is going to be funded. And this is less about my perspective. It's more about my perspective and how I see what I'm going through. Because the truth of the matter is God can write me a check today or get somebody rather to write me a check today. <laughs> God can get somebody to be like, yo, what's your vision for this? Okay, boom, we're going to make it happen now, today. Like it, that's nothing for God. The provision is there. It's not a question. But what if this is, is less about it's less about what I desire and what I want. And it's more so about my perspective of this, this journey, this faith building journey. What if this affliction really did come to be good for me, right? You see it as an attack, but I believe that God is saying, daughter, no, I need you to see this as advancement. I need you to see the people on your job who get on your nerve, not, nerves, not as an attack, but as an advancement, I need you to see them as an opportunity for you to be quiet. <laughs> I need you to see them as an opportunity for you to get your attitude in check because where I'm taking you, it ain't going to be no space for you to pop off at people. Like you're going to have to be able to code switch, sis. You're going to be able, you're going to have to be able to turn it off and turn it on. You're going to have to be able to maneuver through different personalities and different situations. Like what if this is not an attack at all? What if your relationship issues that you're going through right now, what if this is not an attack? It's just growing pains. You're just, God is just preparing you to be a wife. 
He's not trying to destroy y'all. You keep throwing in the towel. God keep throwing it back. He's not trying to break y'all up. What if he's just teaching you how to, be, how to intercede, how to be a prayer warrior for your husband, how to be his friend, how to be that dude's friend? Because he knows that when y'all are married, right? The friendship is going to be the foundation of the relationship. Like, what if, I don't know, I'm just naming situations, but what if, what if your situation really ain't an attack, it's advancement. It's an opportunity for God to push you to the next level. So you're probably like, okay, what am I going to do then in the middle of the plot twist? Like, what am I going to do? How can I get through the plot twist? Because I know the plot twist is good, but at the same time, I'm in it and it doesn't feel good. So what do I do? I'm reminded of a story in the Bible. It's in Genesis. It's the story of Joseph. And I'm not going to, it's a long story, but the gist of the story is that Joseph was chosen to be king, but he had to go through many, many, many years of preparation. So Joseph literally, um, had to he, he he had a dream he was a dreamer he had a dream that he would one day be king and so he told people that was closest to him his brothers basically his brothers were hating on him his brothers tried to um uh kill him really and they ended up throwing him into a pit he ended up being sold into slavery and all throughout his process right people literally just like dogged him out like they lied on him, tried to just put him in really jacked up situations. And so through it all, Joseph had this level of like spiritual maturity, maturity. He had this level of um, commitment just and character that is so admirable. And so um, we're going to basically use Joseph's story and you can go back and read it on your own time. But we're going to use Joseph's story as a framework to what you do when the plot twist occurs. What do you do when you know you have a promise? What do you do when God has clearly shown you and given you a dream, given you a vision for what your life will be, for what that situation that you're going through will look like? Yet and still, what you see in the natural does not reflect what you saw right in the vision, in the dream that God gave you. What do you do? Do you see these things as a, as a tax? Or do you see these things as advancement? Because as you read Joseph's story, you'll see that time and time again, he was faced and put into certain situations. And every single time, Joseph's character rose to the occasion. And Joseph was able to overlook how he felt, overlook what he saw. And he was able to rise to the occasion and do what it is that God had placed on the inside of him to be, which was a leader, which was a dreamer. Joseph walked in his purpose when he was in the pit. Like he was literally walking out out his purpose he was in the will of God the entire time God allowed things to come to him to propel him to the next level every single thing Joseph went to propelled him to the next level being lied to being lied on getting thrown in prison put him in the position where he was able to um, work out his gifts and, and walk in his gifts. And so people around him were able to say, hey, this dude, it's something different about him. He got a gift. He can read dreams. He was then just basically called to um, interpret the dreams for a king. And he never would have been in the palace had he not gone through everything he had gone through prior to the, you know, prior to 
that situation. So it's like every single situation Joseph was in, it pushed him to greater. And so he could have seen it as a tax. He could have seen Potiphar's wife lying on him and saying she was he was trying to get with her as an attack. He could have seen um, people forgetting about him and forgetting about what, what he had done for them even after they said that they wouldn't. He could have seen that as an attack. Like he could have seen everything that he was going through as an attack, but he didn't. He didn't. He was able to do a few things. And I feel like the things that he that he did, we could do in order to make our plot twist a little um, more bearable. And in order to maximize our experience while we're in the plot twist. So the first thing, what do I do? What do I do when I'm in a plot twist? What do I do when I see... Um, situations and, and instead of looking at them as attacks I, I say okay I'm gonna look at this as advancement okay but how do I do that the first thing you do is to remain calm you need to remain calm stop panicking because when you feel like you're being attacked the very first thing you want to do is defend yourself when you feel like somebody is talking about you the first thing you want to do is go vindicate yourself but the bible says that vengeance is mine said the lord the very first thing you want to do when you feel like you're being attacked is you want to fix the situation. You have to calm down. You have to stop panicking. And you got to stop making rash decisions based on how you feel. Because when you're in a plot twist, how you feel is going to change. So what you see today, you will not see tomorrow. What you feel today, you may not feel tomorrow. So stop making decisions based on how you feel. You cannot give up on the dream because you're afraid. No, you're in the plot twist. God is taking you somewhere. You can't just throw all of this away. You've come too far. You've done too much. You've invested too much. Too many people are depending on you. You can't stop. People that you've yet to even encounter are depending on you. You cannot give up because you feel afraid. We talked about this before. You can't. You got to keep going. Stop making decisions on how you feel. Stop panicking. Calm down. Get yourself together, girl. Get your head in the game because you're panicking right now. And when you're panicking, you just start doing anything to try to make anything make sense. No, none of it is going to make sense. Stop. Stop. Breathe. Get yourself together and stop making these crazy decisions that look good, but they are not good for the end of this thing. Stop being desperate because when you're desperate, you make dangerous decisions. When you're panicking, you're desperate. When you're desperate, you make dangerous decisions. When you're desperate, you make what you were supposed to pass through permanent. Yeah. When you're desperate, think about it in a relationship. When you, if you're desperate for a man, child, any man will do that ain't my story. That's not about to be my story. It was almost my story. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm gonna be real with y'all. <laughs> but I had to get delivered from desperate. No. You can't know any man. No, 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 no. When you're desperate, you you pass through or you stop rather and you you make permanent situations um your reality. Like you make situations you were supposed to just pass through you make those situations permanent you make what was supposed to be a lesson a lifetime commitment girl no you weren't supposed to marry him (laughs) 
You done fell in love? What in the world, girl? No, no. You were supposed to curve him. God was just sending him to make sure you was on your game. You done messed around and fell in love and went backwards. No. <laughs> you weren't supposed to stay on that job. You, were just, you weren't supposed to get comfortable. You were just supposed to go there so you could learn time management and you could network. And, you know, like you weren't supposed to and, and sharpen your entrepreneurial skills. Like you weren't supposed to do that. Now you stuck. Now you just there cause, and you're scared to move now because you're comfortable. That's not even how you came in. You came in knowing that this was supposed to be something that you were passing through. But now you're comfortable. Like, no. Remain calm. Remain calm. And stop getting stuck in what you were supposed to just go through, pass through. Number two, go with the flow. When, you're, when you stop fighting and you stop being desperate, and you stop panicking, you can go with the flow. When, I, when I'm saying this, I'm imagining, and I don't know who this is for or who, what, it's, what it's about, but I'm just imagining you being in like a pool or like a river. And you know, a river, it flows a certain way. And if you can't swim, or if you're not sure what's happening around you, you know, you're panicking, and you're flailing your arms, and you're moving, and you're just doing all this stuff, and you're making it worse you're making the situation worse like and if somebody was trying to save you the first thing they would tell you is calm down like i got you calm down stop moving stop making stop being desperate stop grabbing grabbing for everything like you're making this worse and once you calm down once you get your head straight right you're able to go with the flow of the river i don't know who that's for but that was that yeah you're able to go with the flow of the river and the river is god (laughs) You're able to go with his flow. Stop fighting what's happening. Because when you know the fight is fixed, you walk up on it different. (laughs) Yeah, when you know this fight is fixed, you walk up on that thing differently. Me, I I can't swim, unfortunately. So I would probably be the one in the river flailing my arms and doing all that. But if I got on a life jacket, I'm getting in that water different, honey. I'm getting in this water just as confident, okay? This life jacket going to save me today. <laughs> like, if I'm getting in with a lifeguard, oh, I'm good. Oh, he's going to save me. You know what I'm saying? Like, go with the flow. Stop fighting. And remember, because when you're able to calm down and regain consciousness and regain your mind, you're able to remember the promises of God. You're able to remember that all things work together for your good. So you ain't got to act crazy. You ain't got to fly off the handle. You ain't got to wild out. You don't have to settle. You don't have to make desperate decisions because everything works together for your good because you love God and you're called according to his purpose. So you ain't got to make crazy decisions because everything you do is working for you. Even if it doesn't feel like it, you're able to, to remember what God said. And so when you're able to remember what God says and you have a word to fight with, when you roll up on the fight, you walk up on it different. Yeah. Some of us was fighters in the world. And then when we came over (laughs) and started walking with God, then we froze up. Don't get scared. No, no, no. Same, same thing. When you know you can, when you used to know you could fight (laughs) in the natural, when you walked up on for my fighters, when you walked up on a fight, right, and you knew, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to just ball her up. <laughs> you fought different. You went up on it different, right? Same thing with this, with this, what looks like an attack. It's 
not an attack. It's preparation. So you walk up on it different. You don't walk up on it like it's attacking you. You walk on it like it's like it's preparing you, right? When you know you're going to win in the end, you go with the flow. Come what may. Okay, cool. They cut me off. Let them cut me off. That means God is going to bring 10 more people. Like, it's okay. God is going to replace them. It's all right. Oh, you said I can't do it there? Okay, that's cool. I won't hold the event there. That's totally fine. Cool. I'll do it somewhere else. Oh, you said I'm fired? Oh, that's okay. God is my strength. He's my provider too. That's okay. Go with the flow. You're able to go with the flow. When you know you're going to win, you let God be God. And you let God mature you. You're able, when you go with the flow, you're able to look at situations and see, okay, excuse me, you're able to look at situations and say, okay, so this really wasn't to kill me. This really was to mature me. You're able to see God's hand at work when you go with the flow. You may not like his methods, but he knows what's best for you. You may not like how he, how he choose, chose to do the situation, but you just chill and you relax because you know that all things work together for your good, Remember? You know that at the end of the day, you're going to be able to say it was good for me that I was afflicted because I learned your ways, right? It was good for me that I had to carry this cross because we all have a cross to bear. And so if God did it, I can do it, right? Because he's in me and greater is he that's in me than, than he that's in his world. That's why you got to have some scripture to fight back with. Because when you're walking up on stuff that appears to be a tax to other people, but you know it's preparation, you fight different when you have that word. Excuse me. Number three. Well, let's let's re recap. The first one was remain calm. The second one was go with the flow when you're in a plot twist. The third one, maintain your character. So that's one thing I can say about Joseph when I look back on this story of his life. One thing that the one thing that st- stands out to me for Joseph was his character. Joseph had opportunities to pay the people back. Because he ultimately became king. And he had the opportunity to pay back everybody that did him wrong along his process. It's basically like the glow up happened <laughs> and the people were still there who talked about him, who tried to kill him, who tried to lie on him, who tried to like throw dirt on his name, <clears throat> who doubted him. Like all of them were still there. And so he had an opportunity to pay them all back. And instead of paying them back, for what they did to him throughout his process, he was able to say, <laughs> you meant it for my evil, or you meant it for evil, rather, but God meant it for my good. You meant for this to kill me, but God meant to use it. And so I just think that it takes a, a level of maturity, again, <clears throat> to be able to look at situations that you know people, like, they sent it your way to, like, knock you off your game. And to be able to say, you know what, I'm able to see that it wasn't an attack after all. You meant for it to be an attack whole time. God meant for it to be advancement for me. Like there's a certain character that you have to embody in order to be able to say that with confidence. And so when you're in the thick of a plot twist, you have to be able to maintain your character. Joseph, again, had an opportunity to pay everybody back and everybody else that played him throughout his process. He could have gotten them back big time, but he was submitted to the plan of God and he saw the bigger picture. I want to challenge you 
that as you go through this process, as you walk through this, to see the bigger picture, don't just see it as an attack because I just believe, I don't, I can't shake it, y'all. That's not what this is. This is not an attack. This is preparation. You're being persecuted not because God has left you, but because God is right there with you. And because the level that he's taking you to is going to require you to be able to make major decisions despite what other people think. You're about to be elevated to shot caller. You're about to be elevated to CEO. <coughs> Excuse me. You're about to be elevated to a boss. You're about to be elevated to make these major changes. You're a trailblazer. That's who you are. Remember, it's, it's in your genes. That's who, you, You're breaking generational curses. Like You're doing something totally different. And because you're breaking generational curses like we talked about last week, and because you're jumping like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, because this is happening, there are going to be people around you in situations that you're put in that are going to speak opposite of what God is saying to you. And so, yeah, you're going to be persecuted, but so is Jesus. It happens to the best of us, girl. And sometimes you're going to trade you out. Sometimes you're going to turn on you. Sometimes you are going to be your own biggest enemy. You're going to be your own biggest critic. And you're going to start talking doubt on yourself. And you cannot do that. You got to know that in times of persecution, these are not times to fold because you feel like you're being attacked. This is about your perspective, man. You got to change the lens through which you see this thing. And see it through an opportunity, see it as an opportunity to advance, an opportunity to mature spiritually. Stop letting people get under your skin. They're not attacking you. God is allowing situations to happen so that you will know how to handle the level and the weight of success and responsibility that He's about to take you to. The weight of glory. You asking and praying for anointing, not knowing that it comes with a price. Yeah, you can't just be anointed and not nothing else. Like, no, it comes with a price. And God wants to make sure that you're ready and that you're prepared. And I just, I want to remind you, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of man what God has for you, what he wants to do with your yes, what he wants to do in your life, what he wants to do in your future. But you have got to look at things the right way. You have got to stop giving the enemy more credit than what he is due. He has no power. He has no place. It's not him attacking you. You giving him credit that he didn't have to work for. Every piece of credit he get in my life, he going to have to work for. And I'm going to give him something to work for. Okay? You giving him credit he didn't have to work for. That's all he wants. No, he wants the glory. Nah, that ain't you, bruh. This is an opportunity. So stop looking at the opposition as a problem and start figuring out how you're going to beat it. So I just want to encourage you today. It's a plot twist. I believe that this is a plot twist. I believe that God is about to come through and he's about to do something so crazy for you. I'm praying for you. I'm believing that for you. But the only way you're going to unlock it and experience it is if you change the lens through which you see this thing. And if you really submit it to God, and if you really say, okay, God, I'm going to remain calm. I'm going to go with your flow and through it all, I'm going to remain integral and I'm going to have a certain amount of character so that I can 
handle what you have for me and what you're doing. This is not an attack. It's preparation. It's not opposition. It's an opportunity. God is advancing you. Change your perspective. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Bye.